Welcome to the Echoes of Faith podcast on the Living Bible Hub Network. I am your host, Sherry T., and you have just entered in to our Tuesday night family prayer call. I pray that you are encouraged and blessed by the words that are spoken here today. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Let's go ahead and open up with a word of prayer. Father, we thank you once again for this evening that we come together to love on each other and lift up the name of Jesus. There's no greater hope than we know, and that's that's to know that we are in your divine presence. We give you the honor, the praise, and the glory for it as you touch us from the top to the bottom, continue to transform our hearts in a marvelous way that we might continue to go out into a nation and share the goodness of who you are to us. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Jamal. Tonight, I want to share, do you know who your enemy is? I'm going to come from Scripture, Ephesians 6 and 12 is where I'm starting from. Keep in mind, in mind y'all, we're, we're, we're still in praise and worship. Amen. But this is this is a way that we're about to guard ourselves and get ready for what's about to come. One thing I know about messages like this is that you surely will be tested. I know I will. And and so I want us to make sure that we keep our eyes open. I'm gonna read Ephesians six and twelve. It says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Um, one of the things I wanted to share is Apostle Paul, he, he was, I know, like his main purpose for writing this was, one, to, to help the new converts, you know, grow spiritually in their knowledge of God um, and the church to promote unity, uh, particularly with the uh, Gentiles and the Jews and um, the Jewish saints and, and then also to encourage the saints to withstand the powers of evil. Um, but I wanted to kind of focus in on for we, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers. At this point, it wasn't, Paul did not call the believers to enter into spiritual warfare. But one thing that I wanted to point out, he did announce the fact that it is going to happen. He said, you know, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but we do wrestle against principalities and, you know, the rest of it. Y'all, we are in this um, spiritual battle. One of the things mm-hmm. that I wanted to share with us tonight is that if you don't recognize it, if you don't see it, if you're ignorant of that fact, there's a good chance, man, that we're losing, whatever that battle is. Um, I'm often reminded of, you know, this is it's kind of a funny story, and I'm going to preference this by saying my dad is not my enemy. <laughs> All right? But every night mm-hmm. before we went to bed, Jermaine and I would get in. My dad is a boxer. So every night before we went to bed, he would always say, okay, we're about to go one round before you go to sleep. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, we get, we're, we're ready to mount up and attack him in certain ways, but I didn't understand the vantage point that my dad had. I didn't understand that he was able to see my movements before I was getting ready to make my attack. Or, and before I know it, because my guard wasn't up, we get tapped upside the head. <laughs> or he'll tell us what's about to come. But we wasn't listening to what he told us. We get tapped, lose that round. 
um, one of the things that's important is when it says we do not we wrestle, we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but what we do wrestle against, it's important to understand your vantage point. Bad blood. Because if you can't see where the enemy is attacking, or more importantly, if you don't know who your enemy is, you are already at a disadvantage. Amen. And for hundreds of years, the disciples and Jesus, they, they spoke about the three enemies, they, you know, of our soul, it's the world, the flesh, and the devil. Um, but the quickest way to lose that match is not recognizing any of them. Um, huh? the, I, and I, the quickest way to lose that battle is not to be able to recognize any of them. Man, sometimes we're our worst enemies. And there are things that we may crave that we we're aware of, but we're not willing um, to to submit that to God. You can't. We can't have. We can't halfway submit to God. We can't let God rule over twenty percent of our life, but try to keep the other eighty percent of it. It's important that we understand that He rules over all our life. We submit that to Him. Therefore, we understand what we have to guard ourselves against. I want to share. That when we, we say we wrestle not against flesh and blood, um, the fact that our real battle um, is not um, against flesh and blood, sometimes, y'all, we forget about that. As Christians, sometimes, man, we put most of our effort against fighting against flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to let that resonate with us for a minute. Mm-hmm. Because the, the truth of the matter is, I mean, we were, we were told about it in the Second Corinthians 10, 3, and 4. It says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds. I'm going to say this, and I don't know who may be dealing with this. You know, I have, have my, my things that are going on even in the life of our ministry. Um, your pastor, not an enemy. <laughs> You say the sanctified spouse, y'all, is not your is not your enemy. The minister of music who told you that you wasn't hitting the right note, I, I used to tell people that if they wasn't on top, they know. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is if you were flat, you were flat, we call it out, but I'm not your enemy. You may not have liked what was said, but they're not your enemy. Your mom and dad who corrected you in love and the wisdom of the Holy Spirit is not your enemy. Sometimes the truth of the matter is that we, if we're not careful, we will go to the extreme to write somebody off and fight up or fight with them all because there's a difference of opinion. But the truth mm-hmm. of the matter is that's where the danger zone is. And when I say the danger zone is this, when you're fighting with flesh and blood, when you're when you're when you are focused on the wrong thing, your eye is off of who your real mm-hmm. enemy is. You have lost sight of where he is. You have lost sight of what it is. And and now you can't deal with the real enemy because the position that you're in. Man, um, one one thing I will say is, like, when Paul was writing this letter, man, it was important that he, he, he was sharing this so that there's unity amongst the body. But the point is, when you allow Satan to do his thing or when you give in to your own fleshly desires or so, you actually put yourself in a position of not being in unity. Mm-hmm. And 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 the truth of the matter is, hey, if you're not in a good vantage point, you can't see that you're about to be attacked and you're vulnerable, you lost control of the fight. A wrestler 
you know, their main thing is that they, is to they study and footwork. They're looking at their opponent. They're trying to make sure that being, they have their defense, but they also have their offense. The last thing that they want to do is end up on their back because when you're on your back, you either get submitted out or you're just in a bad position. It's the wrong wrong place to, to be. That's the reason why it's important that you see exactly who you're dealing with where it's coming from, and how to deal deal with them and deal with that enemy. So um, one of the things I do appreciate about our, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, he wouldn't just leave us out there like that, mm-hmm. but he gives us the proper response. I thought it was pretty, you know, interesting. I started with 12, but I wanted to go back to 11, dealing with the whole armor of God. Mm-hmm. At the beginning of each of our days, one of the greatest responses that we can give as it relates to praise and worship is put it on our whole armor because it is here where we are under God's protection. Why that's important? Because he already knows the things that we're about to face. He's just trying to see if we're going to give it, give it to him. And, and the truth of the matter is without having that, that protection of the, of the spiritual armor, it's impossible to stand. Remember I said, one of the things that a wrestler wants to do is when you're wrestling, they're trying to pinpoint you to get you on your ground. But Christ has put us in a position that if we put on our whole armor, we can stand. We know where it's coming from. We know how to, to deal with that enemy. I just wanted to say, and I'm I'm almost done, let's keep our eyes open. Let's keep our ears turned on. You know, there's a lot of noise. A lot of noise, man, in this world, a lot of things that are being shared, a lot of things that are said that will confuse you and take you off your focus, that will confuse you and have you fighting against the ones that are supposed to be standing with you. Let's keep our eyes open. Let's keep our ears tuned to his voice. Why do I say tuned to his voice? Because there are there are those things that get, that seem. <laughs> like they're holy, but there is no power in that. And if you spend time with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, you recognize his voice. That gives you a great vantage point. So we stand with grace. We stand in the gospel. We stand with courage and strength. We yes, stand Lord. in our faith. We stand in, Christi, uh, in Christian liberty, and we stand in Christian unity. As we go through the rest of this week, I'm just going to ask that if there is someone or somebody or something that you're struggling with that you know has a little bit of a hold on you, let's repent. Let's turn our eyes and our hearts to God. Let's put on our armor and let's win. Because I I will tell you this, the best way that we can honor God in our praise and worship in him is not by just songs, but it is how we live our life. And if we live our life to honor him and we do those types of things that that allow us to speak well of his name, that he's not embarrassed, uh, 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 that we don't embarrass him because all that he's done for us, and yes, he has loved us, he has saved us, our proper response is to do the same for him. Y'all, let's keep our eyes open, keep our, our ears our ears tuned to his voice, 
and let's win. After a word from our sponsor, we will continue with praise and worship. Have you ever experienced negative thoughts of depression, loneliness, or scarcity? Unlock the peace from within by texting BELIEVE, B-E-L-I-E-V-E, to 877-670-1975 and receive our weekly words of encouragement. Again, text BELIEVE to 877-670-1975. Besides you, there is no other. You are holy. You are different. You are set apart. You are the God that sits above every other God. Thank you. You are the Lord above every other Lord. You are the King above every other King. You are the Father above every other Father. You are the Protector above every other Protector. Come on, let's fill this room. Let's talk to Him. You are the one who we've come to adore. It is you and it is you alone. Jesus, we lay our lives before you. Jesus, we lay our hearts before you. You are God, our refuge. Hallelujah.
for listening to our show echoes of faith faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of god fam support like and subscribe to our channel share it with your family friends and community visit our website at livingbiblehub.com and always remember jesus christ loves you and so do i and above all else may you prosper and be in good health Thank you.